Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. What's up, guys? Welcome to Strathers Wars. I am Eric Strathers, and I do love Steel Wars. And in each episode, I find a Patreon supporter to talk about it with. In this episode, I talk to Andy Campbell. You probably recognize Andy Campbell's name if you've listened to any of the live episodes that Steel did in Australia. Andy quite often would have really cool questions, some of which may come up in this episode. Also, for the patrons, you've probably heard Andy's questions on the Questions You Have, Answers I Give episodes. Anyway, we had a lot of fun. Let's just jump into it. Andy, I really appreciate you doing this, and I'm sorry it took me so long to like pin down a no, time where we right. could make this happen, man. It's it's being on the you know opposite sides of the globe and and uh, different hemispheres. It just throws everything off. So yeah, and like and like I said, like May is very busy because like it's my birthday, then it's Mother's Day, then it's my mom's birthday. So it's just oh yeah, wow, it gets busy. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's weird, man. This month, my band is playing out of ten Saturdays. It's every Saturday but one. It's a madhouse. <laughs> but anyway, but anyway, you got some great episodes here. But before we get to them, let's talk about. Stuff that Steele always asks his guests when he has an interview episode. And the main one is, what is your first memory of Star Wars? Oh, I, I would say my first memory would be probably the toys, um, the old Kenneth figures. Um, my, I remember my dad came home from work one night and like, like I knew about Star Wars, but I visually hadn't seen anything yet. So my dad came home one night and he, um, he had a, uh, Luke Skywalker in the stormtrooper outfit. Oh yeah. 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 And you could take the, uh, the helmet off and there'll be Luke's face. That's when I, I would be seeing like, Oh wow. There's you know, tr- do they, all the troopers look like this. So I, it got me really interested. Like, Oh wow. Like maybe this guy's an evil character. Um, and then that's my dad said, Oh no, he's the good guy. Uh, I think they disguise themselves or something. We'll watch it someday. And I'm like, Oh, okay. That's great. Cause he worked with a guy and he still lived with his parents, but at the parents place, they had their own like home theater uh-huh. built into the house. So every, probably every second Thursday of the month we would go over there. And that's when I first watched, uh, I think it was return of the Jedi. Ah, so your first first movie was Return of the Jedi. That was the next thing I was going to ask. Yeah, that was the first one. Now, did did you instantly go back then and watch A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back? Yeah, those came when the um, uh, the shows, uh, the shows, uh, the movies came on TV, and they were just on one of the local channels here. I think it was Channel Ten, and um, that's when my dad said, "Oh no, these." These are the previous movies. You need to watch these ones. Now, so as a kid, which one was your favorite? 
of Return of the Jedi. I'm like very much like still like Ewoks. I never understood the hate. I just thought like, well, you know, the Luke, Han and Leia are on this planet and, you know, they've got these locals that are helping them out fighting off the Empire and what, you know, how could you hate them? When I first realized that there was any kind of hate against Ewoks, I was dumbfounded because I was, let's see, I would have been 10 when Return of the Jedi came out. So I was kind of just past that age where, I mean, I still had stuffed animals in my room, you know, as a 10 year old, but my main thing was toys, but I still thought, thought it was super cool. And I really didn't realize the level of Ewok bashing there was until I was playing the, uh, the dark forces video game. I think it was the original Uh, one. And there was a spot where, and I, I don't think somebody told me about this. I feel like I stumbled on it myself, but like a little Easter egg in there where you're in, you fall down this tunnel, this shaft. And if you detonate a landmine under your own feet right there and turn toward your face in the back wall, as you fly up the shaft, you see Ewoks suck spray painted on the inside of the thing. And I thought, Huh. Uh, is that a thing? Do people not like Ewoks? That's, that doesn't make any sense because they're great. So plainly, why would anybody not like them? <laughs> but yeah, I had no idea. That's terrible. <laughs> it, it is terrible. It is. So out of the the newest movies, the Disney era movies, which is your favorite? Uh, hopefully this isn't controversial, but it is. it is The Last Jedi. I've just found, like, since that first viewing at the live event, we were all, like, unsure, like, wait, was that good? I'm not too sure. But I saw it five times, and I just, like, even when still put up that poll, like, it still sticks with me till this day. Like, I think of certain scenes, and I think back, like, oh, like, that's what that meant, and, and Luke's journey, like, I just really admire what he did. Like, man, what a hero. Yeah, it is The Last Jedi. See, I love The Last Jedi. And I, not to get into a whole to-do, but I am honestly still surprised that of the negative reaction to it, which on one hand I get it, but to me it seems like the best progression of the story you could have asked for. But, eh, what do I know? So, uh, Solo. Star Wars story. Where, where are you at with that one? Also love that movie. Yeah. Um, I just, the a fun adventure movie that we got was just fantastic. Edge of my seat, watching it the first time, um, was with the with my friends, the, the, um, our Melbourne crew here in Melbourne, and we just, we're all just buzzing afterwards, like what fun we just had. And Alden did a fantastic job. Even, um, um, Donald Glover, like he was great as well. Like everyone was just fantastic. Yeah, I've got no minuses with that movie as far as like the actors are concerned. I love it. Speaking of the Melbourne crew, and you've done like you've been to a lot of Steel's live shows. How there wasn't one for Solo, like the premiere for Solo. There wasn't. No, was that tough for you guys? Did it take away from the experience? It felt. It felt a bit weird that. Um, we, there was a few of us that did go to the midnight 
at Knox Cinema. But we thought, oh, nah, let's just do our own thing the next day, um, which what we is what we did. And um, and Josh Chapman with his podcast, uh, Star Wars Spelt Out, he brought over two mics and we just sat at a table before the movie and after the movie and just talked about it. Oh, so we still cool. had that. We still had that interaction with everyone and and sort of had our, you know, we had our takes. <laughs> Those are fun, though, because I, I, I was joking with my wife on the way over to see Solo today with uh, her and my son. But I said, I wish I would have brought my Zoom recorder so we could have had a podcast in the car with you yeah. and, and little Henry just to hear what he had to say about it. I, I yeah. wish I had now because it would have been funny to hear. Yeah, no, things like that are just really like, it's just a good idea because you just don't think, like afterwards we probably would have just like, all right, said our goodbyes and said, yeah, good film. And then, all right, well, it's late. We get to get going home. But like sitting there for another half hour just chatting about it was really great. Yeah, it really ties it all together for me. But, uh, you know, since you guys get all the live shows, I, I noticed that several of these that you've picked, well, I shouldn't say several, a couple that you've picked were are for sure live shows, and then also like some of the convention stuff, which to me i I really like that real in the moment sort of thing, yeah, so do i so so tell me about episode thirty nine so that was Steele's first interaction with you, yeah, that's correct, yeah, so the first uh teaser came out for uh Force Awakens. So everyone was really, we're all waiting outside to go into the little um, theater where the show was. And like I, I, um, I had this shirt on of Kylo Ren's lightsaber and it's, um, have you felt something, you know, there's been an awakening written on it. And I, I was thinking, oh man, this is probably like the first merch of Force Awakens anyone's got. <laughs> so like, I'm standing out there waiting. He's walking in and out, setting things up. And he, and I just see him look up and go, Hey man, nice shirt. I'm like, Oh, thanks. Awesome. Yeah. It's really cool. I wanted to say, so someone in the audience that I'm so glad wasn't wearing the t-shirt uh, last week. Who's got the, um, the, uh, the lightsaber, the Kylo Ren lightsaber oh, t-shirt. Yeah. That's you. Yeah. Nice. Where did you get it from? Uh, I found it on our website, um, redbubble.com. And, um, yeah. Okay, is that affiliated with redtube.com? <laughs> okay. It's an awakening, have you felt it? Nice, and it's sort of like a play on the old Return of the Jedi um, poster with just the hands, who, if you did not know, uh, fact, they're George Lucas's hands holding the lightsaber in that poster. Yeah. So there you go. There's your uh, amazing Star Wars fact. Uh, you guys seemed so unimpressed with that. And I was like... <laughs> and then I'm just like, I'm out of Star Wars podcast. This fact should not be able to do any better anywhere else. So uh, that's interesting to me. Now, had, had you been a longtime Steel Wars fan by that time? Um, no, that was my first show. And I... Because uh, it was during the Coheny Festival. And um, so I think like most people you've interviewed, um, Green Guides was how they were introduced, mm-hmm. and I was the same. I knew Green Guides. And then when Still uh, posted up saying he's he's, go, he's doing a um, Star Wars podcast, I'm like, well, hey, Disney just bought Star Wars. I'm back in. 
let's do this. And yeah, I've been following ever since. That's cool. Do you remember the, I should have asked you this before. Do you you remember the first episode of Steel Wars that you heard? Oh, the first one. Oh, I think it might have been. Oh, so I don't remember going all the way back to the, like episode one and stuff, but I've heard them back now. Mm-hmm. But then I think, I think maybe 10 episodes in, maybe 11 episodes in. So yeah, early on, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool then. Uh, so it, anyway, at this live show, you ask a question at the end. That's right. Hello, um, I'm Andy. Hey, Andy. Hey, Andy. Um, with John Williams coming back to do uh, episode seven, mm-hmm. um, what's been your favorite music piece in all of the movies? Oh, wow. Um... Yup, dub. Yup, dub, 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 They got rid of that in the new movie. They got rid of the celebration. Yeah, um, I noticed that. Um, uh, in... Imperial March. Is that the name of it? Yeah. In Empire. Yeah. In Empire. That's yeah. It's just badass. That's really, really good. I really like that song. Yeah, they're all... I, a binary sunset, that's pretty good. That's very emotional where uh, Luke's looking out to the twin sons of uh, Tatooine. Mm. But just... Just that... The fan... That... Like at the start with the, the logo that just goes bow and then the crawl. Pretty fucking good. Yeah, it just does something in, to your insights. Because I remember seeing the, fir- the first movie in the cinema and when that went... Just every, everyone just went nuts. Yeah, and it's so dope that it's something that you... No, that and it's like at the start of each like it's so it's a brand new film but then you've got this bit that you know already yeah. and then yeah. i always find it so mind-bending when the crawl starts and it's different to what you've seen like do you know yeah. I mean? like people have like put up on like on facebook and stuff where they've just photoshopped where it says episode seven um and the force awakens and it's just like just the thought of seeing that yeah and just that the anticipation of like Xavier getting there in four minutes is just <laughs> <laughs> I, go, oh, I forgot to read it but you think that's kind of sloppy yeah. that that I mean, now it's it's part of Star Wars, but it's a sloppy storytelling. That's not good storytelling to go. If you have All to right, go, so here's okay, what's before happening. you see this movie, you've just got to read this whole passage of shit. So there's a trade dispute. Yeah. Oh, great! This is going to be <laughs> sweet. I can't this is wait. like question time in the Parliament. <laughs> the um, uh, but it, that that harkens back to the Flash Gordon serials. That's where the whole the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the scroll it, comes it from. does, and has and then and then the same music introduction has a nice serial feel to it mm. as well. So mm. it's very comforting. But it's, yeah. it's interesting that like. Yeah, you bring up John Williams. Star Wars is just not Star Wars without John Williams. Like yeah. that, it just you, you can you can get rid of George Lucas, but you can't get rid of John Williams. Yeah, I'm willing to say that. Yeah, I'm with yeah, that's what we did. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I love but that. it's so much. That. Imagine Star Wars without that music. Mm. It just it would just be a completely different imagine, film. Imagine if Danny Elfman music <laughs> <laughs> for Star Wars. It sounds pretty good. And Michael Keaton was. Luke Skywalker. <laughs> Have you seen the ceremony, the medal ceremony at the end of Star Wars yes. without music? Without the music, it's so awkward. It, my recommendation is 
don't watch it. Uh, <laughs> it will ruin the film. And nobody's, oh, cheering. nobody's cheering. They're just getting all their medals. And then you just see a Chewbacca go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cardboard cutouts don't cheer that much. No. <laughs> Most of them are cardboard cutouts. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's like in the witches movie by Roald Dahl. You know when they have the big witches ceremony and she's like, remove your shoes, remove your wigs. The first three rows are ladies, but if you look at the movie again, the last eight rows are just dudes. <laughs> <laughs> if you watch it, it's just blokes. Like, oh yeah, I'm a witch. Yeah. I, uh, my other roles include guy crying in the rancor scene <laughs> and, uh, and a witch. Uh, anything else? Uh, just for me, it's the, um, the asteroid field. That score. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Can you That's whistle really it for good. us? <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> <joking>. <laughs> That's all. Thanks. Nice. Thank you. Thanks, Andy. Thanks, man. I know now, I know with the new stuff, it's like Ray's theme's incredible, Kylo Ren's theme, but it has to be the, the new resistant, the resistant theme. Like, that just really gets me, like, really, like, excited. Even, like, back at The Last Jedi, when they're like, all right, bring in the bombers and you, the camera and you just see the bombers coming in and it's da, 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 yeah. da, da. Like, I was just like, yes, come on, let's that, do this. Like, that is a really good theme, man. March of the Resistance. It's really good. It. Yeah. And, and um, another one that kind of goes along with that in uh, on the Force Awakens soundtrack is uh, uh, Scherzo for, uh, for uh, X-Wing. And it's it's got a part of the march of the resistance in it it's it's sort of like when you get to the end of the films and you the music from the credits how it's like an overture of all these themes yes it's, they're my favorite it, yeah it's yeah. a little bit like that yeah i love i love those credit sequences because it's mm. you do you get to hear all the pieces of the music and you know i haven't been to one where they do it with the film live i think that would be really cool to see uh that. i've been to they've done quite a few here in um, melbourne um we've had the force awakens and we've had a new hope and we've got empire strikes back this december so that's good oh so that's we've still super got, cool yeah we've still got star wars in december over here which is fantastic that's one thing i'm gonna miss this year it's yeah it's just gonna seem weird i mean you know it's only it's three years in a row and i act like it's been a lifelong tradition but it's yeah. still it's really sort of defined it's capped off the end of the last three years so it's yeah because now i can't when people go oh, are you excited for christmas i'll be like nah i'm excited for star wars <laughs> now i have to say yeah i'm excited for christmas <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm yeah, it's going to be definitely an adjustment for me. I keep thinking of all the extra time I'm going to have on my hands because That's right. I would spend oh, so much time going to the <laughs> movies. Um the next episode that you mentioned is uh episode 50. So this is from San Diego Comic-Con and oh man, this was this was a good one, but tell me tell me about this one for you. Oh, for me, um this one I just found it was part of um, uh, the line, and I think it's when Still first met Jason and all that, and just like, and the, they were just talking about the lines and how they all work, and it's like you can sense like, yep, these guys are going to be best friends. All right, you guys, it is seven twenty-seven Thursday night, and we are in the Hall H line, and I am hanging out with. 
a veteran of the Hall H line. He's about to do his second night camped out. It's my first time ever doing it, but it's my second day here. So I guess I'm a veteran, huh? And it's Jason from Making Star Wars. Yeah, makingstarwars.net. That's that's my site. Now, uh, I'm scared, you guys. You know my policy on spoilers. And uh, I am very scared whenever I talk to Jason because his policy on spoilers is the exact opposite. Yeah, anything goes. But at the same time, I don't want to ruin anybody's, like, good time. So... I've done pretty well today, don't you think? Oh, it was amazing. There, yeah. you, you, I didn't let anything out on accident. You right? even, I think you stopped one sentence. Right, yeah. <laughs> See, I, I get that and I'm like, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm not going to do that to him right now. Now, I, what was last night like in the line? So, last night I got here and there were close to 100 people in line. So I thought, okay... I feel energized. I just got into San Diego. I'm like, Star Wars, I want to do this. So I came down here. I, I got in line. Most people were like starting to sleep because it was like about 11, 30, 12 o'clock. But then it started to rain. Like a light drizzle. Not bad. Not like heavy rain. But for Californians, it's like that might as well be like the apocalypse. <laughs> so everyone's just like really miserable and, and wet. And then now here I am, how, however many hours later, and I'm sunburned because it was the hottest day ever. And we should point out what we're seeing here. There is, there has to be 4,000 people in this line. There's too many humans. That's all I know. Like, if you're ever thinking about having a kid and you're not sure if you want to, don't bother. We got enough, really. We're good. <laughs> I think we're good. And so there's at least 4,000. It goes up the concourse of this. We're sort of by the San Diego water, whatever, if it's a river or a creek or a bay. It's a bay, I guess. It's a bay. Okay, San Diego Bay. And uh, it goes up the concourse, then back down, and then it goes over this little bridge onto an island, and and then it sort of snakes around this island. It is... What is wrong with us? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense, but we can't not make it in. We we gotta make it in. It's like we're, we're, we're 100... Okay, we're at like the 100 spot in this line. It's beautiful though. The, the, the view, I gotta say, when I did Star Wars Celebration, I did the overnight line there for J.J. Abrams, that was just dismal. It was just dank and dark and underground looking, you know, there's no windows here. It's pretty nice, I guess. I've, I've done worse. And we are podcasting on lush green grass. Yeah. It's, it's delightful. Uh, it's, just, it's just something you really enjoyed and... You feel like you're very part of it? Like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Like you were there. Speaking of the conventions, are you going to Star Wars Celebration in Chicago? Yes, I'll, I'll be there and I'll, bring, I'll be bringing my lovely girlfriend, Steph. Sweet. Um, so she's, she's more of a, she's still, like she knows Star Wars, she's aware of Star Wars, but when it comes to like knowledge and stuff, She's a bit like, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> but um, but it's really exci- I'm just really exciting because when I first told her, like, yep, I'm gonna go, and then when we saw the dates and they lined up with school holidays, she was like, um, can I come too? <laughs> I'm like, wait, really? You want to come? She's like, yeah, I want to meet everyone. I'm like, oh, that's fantastic. That is cool, man. That's super great. And uh, man, I gotta tell you, for me, it's a it's a win because it's within easy driving distance for me. So mm. I, I don't have to fly. I don't have to find somebody to haul my stormtrooper armor if I want to take it and all that stuff. But 
Yeah, yeah. So I got totally sidetracked. I'm sorry. Is there anything else from that episode? I've never been to a Comic-Con before, and I always feel like I should go. So also with that episode, it's when we first, because um, uh, Juklin was there with Steel, and they were going on about this guy snoring really loudly. All right, so it's um, it's 12.39 a.m. <laughs> we're in under the tents in the whole H line and there is a guy next to us snoring <laughs> so loudly there's more than one guy there's at least five people snoring like it can't even be real it's like a cartoon <sighs> do you think the mic will pick up on that I don't think so <laughs> How are you feeling, Juglin? I'm good. I'm comfy in my sleeping bag. In my sleeping bag. I, I just bag. can't believe how comfy and happily that guy's sleeping and snoring. It is pretty comfortable where we are. So we're in these little tents, these these long sort of marquee tents in a line. <laughs> and um oh that guy is killing it, snoring it. It's sleep apnea. Yeah. And, and then they were trying to figure out oh, is it someone we know? Like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. So we you were talking about the Luke Skywalker as a stormtrooper toy earlier. Do you, are you still into the toys? Oh uh, yeah. Um I'm now into the Black series. And I've been collecting them since, uh, yeah, uh, I think Rogue One. I didn't get many from Force Awakens, um, so I had to play catch up. I love the Black Series, the six-inch Black Series figures the best. And um, the reason I ask is the next episode you mentioned is episode 57, which was from Force Friday. Oh, gosh, the dreaded Force Friday. Yeah, this was for Force Awakens. And, like, I was working the afternoon shift at my work. I work at a hospital. So I finished around, I think, 10.30. So I'm like, well, that's perfect because then I can just drive to Knox where they're all going to be at the lining up at Toys R Us and I'll, you know, get in line and stuff. They said don't don't run, but, you know, I like sprinted jog uh, to, where, to where they had it. And I'm just like, all right, where's the Lego? Oh, to the left. All right. Uh, okay, that's... That's not new. That's not Force Awakens. Where's the Force Awakens? There's actually not much I stuff. Seem like there's very much, is there? Is that it? Is that all there is? They're going to be bringing out more stuff, surely. This is just. There's no Lego, or there's no undignified. Isn't that Lego over there? Yeah, but it's not. It's not new Lego. There's no, there's no Kylo with a little fresh. What have you got, buddy? I'm grabbing stuff because there's nothing I want. <laughs> so if, if I'm going to justify this, I might as well just grab a couple of Kylo Rens and a fin. But there's no BB-8 stuff for anything. But I wanted that giant Tie Fighter, and that's not here. I was prepared to drop hundreds. I didn't think the Tie Fighter would be ray. here. Hmm? You after a ray? No. no. <laughs> you want that thing? Really? Yeah, if you want him, you I'll can take, take him. him. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm probably going to, 
like head out to Target and stuff tomorrow and see what else is out there. But like that's crazy that they really put nothing out. <laughs> yeah, there's no no new Ego, no new Jacks. And let's and, find like the pimply nerd store attendant and shake him down. <laughs> this can't be it. I'm gonna kick the shit out of Jeffrey. Where's that giraffe? <laughs> I want a Kylo Ren lightsaber. Like, I want one that, like, zooms, like, spits out the side. Bits. I can't believe like, an 18-hour live stream lied to me. <laughs> I can't believe you watched it. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is seriously a lot less than what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, this kind of sucks. They had no Force Awakens logo. Oh, jeez. Like, Nothing. It was just old, like. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Clone Wars type stuff um, and like collector's edition TIE Fighters. And I'm like, I have $300 cash in my pocket. I want a Force Awakens collections. Like, you know, what? So then I'm like, okay, let's see how everyone else is going. And like, yeah, they didn't, they didn't, they really didn't have much. And I could see still like interviewing people asking you like, what's going on? And there's not much here. Some people actually ran to where the action figures are on the um, further side, but there was no Star Wars stuff there. Like whatever they had, they had it at the front for this night. Why did they make such a big deal of uh, like a special event of it? That sucks. Still released his episodes of um, his experience and just, you know, hearing his rant, and I'm like, yeah. I'm furious. I'm pissed off, Luca. I'm very angry. How are you feeling? Yeah, not good. Not great. You're just solemn. <laughs> I'm angry. Like, don't have this big event. And, and, and it's not just the Toys R Us we went to, we went to Toys R Us Knox. I'm getting tweets from around Australia of people that went to Toys R Us, put their faith in going out on a Thursday night at midnight with their friends and family. I have to say, like, you know, Steph, Stephanie that was on the podcast, uh, Chris Fresh's uh, lovely daughter, she was putting on a brave face, but she was devastated. Like, she just wanted to get a BB-8 something. And I didn't see... Here's a list of characters I did not see either. I, I just didn't even see it. They might have been there. There was... At the Toys R Us launch we were at, there was maybe like 100 people, and we were in the first 30. Yeah. Here's a list of characters that, if you were avoiding spoilers, you would not know existed. BB-8. Ray. Captain Phasma. I did not see any of those characters in any form. Oh, they may have been in the store displays. The store displays are actually pretty good, but we're there to celebrate 
the Star Wars franchise and spend money and you invite us out at midnight and you come up with that? Like, it's just... People left less enthusiastic about Star Wars, basically. You know, you've got the, the, the Star Walking fan club that got costumed up and created a great vibe. Everyone was getting photos with Darth Vader. There was a Royal Guard. There was a Stormtrooper. Uh, Darren was dressed as an Imperial officer. Killing the game, getting a great vibe going. I was excited. People were getting photos. And, and then that, like no Lego, no Jacks. Like, Target had Lego today. So, I'm not sure... And how you order... Like, how you can order for a giant store like Toys R Us and not satisfy a 100 people's, like, desire to buy figures. Like, not only have you, you know, ruined people's nights and bummed them out, you're not making any money. But... If you wanted Revenge of the Sith 12-inch Anakin Skywalkers, hey, I want to be a Toys R Us kid. But if you want figures from a film that's going to be released in the last decade, or maybe, when would Revenge of the Sith come out? But anyway, it was a long time ago. What are you doing? Why do you have 50 Anakin Skywalker 12-inch figures? I don't want to be seeing a hint of Mustafa. I want Jakku! Jeffrey, you screwed me! Oh my god. I'm going to Africa. I'm shooting all the giraffes I can find. Oh. I'm bewildered. And it's not just like I'm getting tweets and Facebook messages from people around Australia of similar things, of eager Star Wars fans with their credit cards ready to celebrate the franchise, ready to go, dear Disney company, here's the money that you spent, that you paid to Lucasfilm, here's it back, we're trying to give you money, give me a BB-8, give me a Ray, give me a Kylo Ren, give me a Kylo Ren lightsaber, there should be... 10,000 Kylo Ren lightsabers in this country right now. There's none! Not one! Luca, how much did you spend? 40 bucks. 40 bucks? That's pretty big. Did those ships cost 40 bucks? Yeah, yeah. I really like those little die-cast ships. (laughs) Alright, well... (laughs) You got no money out of me, but you rorted, Luca. (laughs) Jesus Christ! Yeah, I'm just so glad that they uh, made that dude limbo under the door so they didn't show off those sweet, <laughs> sweet stuff. <laughs> Perfect end of the podcast. <laughs> so th- the next episode that you have on the list, man, this one is probably one of my most favorite episodes and that is episode 107 with adam richard and danny mcginley i uh (laughs) that episode i had just started doing like a little bit of production work for steel and it was one of the i think that episode was the first thing that i ever made a clip out of for him oh wow 
Next week we play uh, Hawthorne Hawks, who have won it the last three grand finals, been in the last four, and so this is what we've got now is our, our Battle of Hoth. Oh. And yeah, they're coming in, they're angry, and we might have to evacuate, but we don't know. We need a, we need a Wampa to come in and whack some heads. <laughs> You're making football so much more exciting for me. <laughs> this is my gift to you, nerd. <laughs> it's so no, good. It's very funny. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me about this one for you. I was there with Steph. And um, when the episode started, it was just so funny because <laughs> um, there was a big football game, uh, AFL Aussie Rules game the night before. So uh, Steph had her her team scarf on and Danny noticed it because uh, I think that we were talking about the prequels and stuff and he brought up Jar Jar Binks. And like Steph... We hadn't got there yet with episode one. Uh-huh. And she was just like, I-, I don't know who you're talking about. And then still was like, what? What are you doing here? <laughs> well, who's the youngest audience member here? How, how, how old are you? Uh, 30. Really? You look great. Uh, <laughs> really? Yourself? Really? 24, okay, cool. Do back. we have a 23? Do we have a 23? Yeah, stop yeah. just pointing at women. <laughs> well, the men all just look hideous. So it's... Yeah, dumping nerds could be any So 24, you were born in 19... 1992. 1992, so you were seven when... And what's your name? Steph. Steph, welcome to our live Tinder podcast. <laughs> Danny's having a baby next week, so it's a bit of I have not had sex in nine months, so... <laughs> So, but do you, um, do, do you like what, what, for your generation? Wait, wait, do the math. His baby's due in two weeks, but he hasn't had sex in nine months. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> oh, there's the big surprise that the kid from a state school doesn't know math that well. <laughs> awesome. I reckon the kid from the state school's getting cheated on. <laughs> Life's very hot. She could have done better than you. It's true, yeah. You, I believe you said that at my wedding. <laughs> I wasn't even invited to your wedding. Yeah, you were still there. I was at a, I was at a science fiction convention in the same hotel. <laughs> you did, you your wedding talk. suddenly sounds awesome. <laughs> no, okay, but um, 24-year-old, what's your opinion on Judge Epping? Like, did you think he was cool when you were little? You don't know anything about Star Wars. <laughs> Go cats. <laughs> she got a Geelong scarf on. She's just still drunk from last night, beating the Hawks after the sirens. <laughs> what is this? Hey, hey, great. Hey. That was an awesome so, last moment. So you've got a... You don't know anything about Star Wars? I saw the last movie. She's, okay. so she's a force awake. Hey, mate, we all saw the last movie, all right? <laughs> Where were you for the first one? And you've infiltrated with your sporting um, neck warmer. Yeah, you're doing so many things wrong. You, you, you're attractive, you're female, you're wearing sports gear. Why you're in you? the wrong place! That's a terrible accident. You're attractive, you're in the wrong place. Yeah, sorry, the room. What are you saying about everyone else? Sorry, you room full of pop. <laughs> McGinley's taking out his contact lenses because of you all. Yeah, Danny pointing out, like, what are you doing here then? Do you know where you are? 
<laughs> she 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 knew because she had been to a few shows before. But yeah, it was just yeah, no, it was really funny. That probably is one of my favorite episodes, and I don't know if it's just because of the first one that I ever really paid, you know, beat by beat that much attention to or what, but I, man, I love that. Danny McGinley is one of the funniest guests ever. I, oh, no, I think he's, he's great. Very, think he's, he's very great. good. And even with, and with um, Adam Richard, like he's always just, he's just adorable. Like even on green guides, he's just so great. You, you mentioned here too, Josh had a question at this one. Uh, hi, Josh. Hey, Josh. Hey, Josh makes our um, sweet YouTube videos. Have you seen the little edits that we do on uh, YouTube? It's all Josh. Check it's it out. Josh. Thank you. Are you going to make Go. an EastEnders video for me? <laughs> yeah, well, I'll do the, the EastEnders. Yeah, why not? I was thinking that. I was actually, when you were mentioning that, I'm waiting for Steel to look at me you're like, we'll do that one. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never giving anyone that look. About that. <laughs> Um, I was just, we, you had a guy on about a year ago who wrote Star Wars novels and he put Tripod in one of them. Like he knew Tripod oh. and he, put, he snuck Tripod into one of the novels. Mm-hmm. I was just going to ask a question for all of you. If you knew someone who was writing Star Wars novels and they snuck you into oh. a book, what would you want your character to be? I would like to be Wicket's anti-vaccination dad. <laughs> <laughs> My name can be Steel Grey. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they based Jabba the Hutt's camp cousin on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what's, what's that character's board. name? From the quote, Zero the Hutt, yeah. <laughs> oh my fuck. Oh, it's so weird because like... Like in my head now, like the animation's forming around you. <laughs> Another, another YouTube. <laughs> Having acid flashbacks. Will you YouTube that one as well then? So yeah. <laughs> that needs yeah. a clip. <laughs> How about you, Daniel? Uh, I. You never hear what. Whenever guy. Whenever people leave the Jedi Order, they always become Sith. I, I would like to be a Jedi who left it and then just became a chef. Or <laughs> <laughs> Just went, look, this is great, but look, I kind of want to have sex with people, so you guys keep doing what you're doing, and I'll just, I'm going to go. chefs get heaps of chicks. (laughs) Compared to a Jedi, fuck yeah. (laughs) Just put your seats far enough away from the table. I will do that. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. So, episode 111, and this was the, the original Megapod. Which, oh, Megapod. Yeah, it's... Uh, it, <laughs> the whole thing is like a special, a special brand of craziness. But tell me, what about this particular episode stuck out to you the most? I just loved... I felt like I was in, in the room with them all. And just Grasso, just, just him talking is just fantastic. Like, I think it like still was trying to, you know, trying to get opinions and stuff. And Johnny was just <laughs> taking over. And yeah. Being fantastic. <laughs> That's you, buddy. Yo! What's up, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> Resorting to catchphrases. 
How are you, everybody? This is Johnny Grasso from Rogue One, a Star Wars podcast for winners. How are you? I, I have to say, podcasting or just meeting Johnny Grasso tonight, we all met at this restaurant in the city. It's like I'm hanging out with a cartoon character. Like it's, <laughs> like, it's hard to imagine. Like, I just know him as like... Like I've seen him, like I've seen him come out of Randy's mouth before in the making Star well, Wars hey studio. You're expecting him hey to now. sound like, "What is up, Jason the Ward, right? <laughs> <laughs> and Arlo, Arlo." Yeah, he definitely, he definitely took over on that. Now I was at Megapod Two, which was at uh, Celebration Orlando after after the final day, and it was, man, it was a scene. the length the entire length of all of the different podcasts episodes compared to the actual length that we recorded was pretty big difference (laughs) because steel yeah steel took all the footage for all the recording and he's like yeah i'll send you guys what to put up on your he wasn't gonna let anybody else make any decisions on that even for their own podcast, because he doesn't didn't want his good name being soiled. <laughs> now you mentioned here too the part where they're trying to end the episode. I think this is where you say, "Well, guys," and then yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, so that is, I don't know. That was that. That that was the Steel Wars part of uh, the Megapod and then after this so you guys have to go find the Star Wars Underworld feed yeah. uh, on iTunes or on the internet <laughs> <laughs> whoever whoever podcast you were, you were about to say you have to go find the Star Wars Underworld on Instagram yeah 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 <laughs> um, so oh, no. Chris tell people how they can get there right now and hear the rest of this. Wait, tell them what we're doing. Yeah, tell them what we're doing. It's a four-part podcast. Dude, we established this at yeah, the start. It's a four-part podcast. You listen to part one on Steel Wars, part two on Star Wars Underworld, part this part three is... It's a uh, trilogy, Rogue, man. It's a trilogy. Rogue, Rogue One. Three. Listen, if he doesn't have to read, he doesn't have to count. It's <laughs> a good point. One thing about that episode is I didn't realize that young Dominic Jones from the Star Wars Underworld cussed so much yes that too <laughs> yeah because you know i i love the star wars underworld and listening to them they do a very good job of of keeping it really family friendly and i was like who is th- <laughs> this guy's terrible yeah it was it was a big eye opener that's a great episode it's it's definitely not your your standard issue steel wars episode but i definitely recommend people listen to it yeah and i think i think it was this one or it might have been no i think it is this one about the toilet paper like they ran out of toilet paper and i think um mike pappas was like guys don't don't go to the bathroom because there's no toilet paper so hold it or something like don't go in there (laughs) <laughs> well, and that's that's when they found out like there were so many crazy things uncovered about uh, about Pappas putting the empties back in the refrigerator so his girlfriend wouldn't think that he had drank as many beers as he had. That's right. The whole, the whole thing. I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. The the whole dark side comes out in this one. <laughs> I wonder if we'll, you know, you'll be able to. If uh, surely there will be 
some sort of megapod at Celebration oh, Chicago. Have to. You'll There's have so to. many of us heading over there. You'll have to get involved, man. You'll definitely That's have it. to. <laughs> so it okay. So speaking of celebration, the last episode that you mentioned here is one thirty one dot nine, which is from uh, Celebration Orlando, and it's a blog pod after day three. And this is where we get to hear several people impersonate <laughs> Steel. Fantastic impressions. I need you to do me a favor. I need you to end the show as Still Saunders. Oh. Hey, you guys, I am comedian Steel Saunders, and I do love Star Wars. And each and every week, I find someone of interest to talk about it with. <laughs> that was your best one. That was your best one. That is, that's fun. I'm sorry. Do you want to have a shot at the title, Grasso? What, what? No, I, no, no, no. No shot, no shot. <laughs> Guys, and may that force be with you. <laughs> may that force be with you. Oh, wait. You got it. I guess it's, yeah, may that force be with you. I want to hear your version. Hey, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> may the force be with you. <laughs> Got it. Jesse nailed the cadence. Jesse, really all right. Who wants to step up to the plate? Come on. Hey guys, Steel Saunders here, and I like Star Wars. Dude, you didn't even get the words right. How about you? I, I, the only impression I can do is Christopher Lambert from The Highlander. There can be only one. No, do that as my th- intro. Christopher Lambert? Hey, you guys. I'm comedian <laughs> Steel Saunders, and I do love Star Wars. And each week, I find someone to talk about it with. I am a Highlander from the fields of Glenfinnan, born in 1850, and I am immortal. Wow. Anyone else want to have a shot? And I do love those Green Guide letters. <laughs> It's a wrong, wrong podcast, I'm sorry. Wrong podcast, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what the listeners are thinking. Wrong podcast. We out. I can remember being there because when Aaron Boyd would imitate Steel, it, to me, it sounded spot on until I heard Steel really talk later. Yeah, he did a great job. Because he had the he had the like the the rhythm of it down so well, and it was I couldn't stop laughing. It was like uncontrollable. It was so good. It sounded like everyone was like losing their minds when it was first happening. It was. It had gotten pretty out of hand at that point. The uh, it was a it was a late pretty late night, and the main thing I remember is we were hanging out at this little little bar, and. It became this running gag because, you know, I'd stayed awake for ridiculous amounts of time. Uh, across the however many days I was gone, I slept like six hours. 
total. Oh, wow. And so I was taking lots of no-dos to stay awake and, and just sheer willpower. And I heard the phrase, hey, buddy, y- you all right? So many times that I couldn't <laughs> stand it. And that particular night, man, it came up a bunch of times. But, oh, my gosh, what a fun time. Uh, I, and, like, that's what made me really, like, uh, I've, I've got to go to a celebration. Like, I'm missing out on all this fun. I want to be involved. Like, yeah, it was really, yeah, it was just really hard to, like, oh, man, I'm really missing out. Yeah, that's that's one thing that's tough about listening to the podcast from the conventions. It was, like, at Celebration London. I was listening to everybody's and because it wasn't as obtainable for me to, you know, to leave the country. So it didn't feel quite as bad, like so close yet so far, Mm. but you know, from other stuff, like especially the comic cons and everything like that. I mean, they're in the States. That's where I'm at, but I, it, it might as well be in another, another continent because I can't, the reality of being able to leave work and go there and stuff, it's really pretty tough to do. Oh, no, it would be, yeah. Like, even, even like, Steph and I off to Europe this year in September to October, and then when Celebration was announced, it's like, oh, okay, are we going to try, like, it, does this actually, can this work with both our jobs and such? Right. Um, and for her, it's fine because she's a teacher, and it's during school holidays, so no issue there. And for me, I'm just thinking, well, I'll use up annual leave and, you know, whatever happens, happens. There's some changes going on in my hospital. So, you know, whatever happens there, I'll deal with it when I get back. I've <laughs> right, got to go right. to celebration. Yeah. yeah you, gotta, you know, live your life. You're going to have a great time, man. So we'll have a great time. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> um, if you had to pick what one episode as your favorite episode of steel wars what would it be oh gosh um favorite it would probably it would probably be one of the george lucas appearances possibly possibly the force awakens because he was so upset of what they did. <laughs> <laughs> and not many animals died in it, so he was, yeah, I wasn't happy with that. And then, like, how his accent kept coming in and out. Yeah. It was very funny. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, all, all, all the appearances of George Lucas are just so, so memorable. Um, but I, I, I don't know. They're all, they're all pretty fantastic. Um, Probably all the appearances of me asking questions. That's I think that's what it is. That's that's exactly what it is. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, Andy, thanks so much for doing this, man. This has been a lot of fun. And uh, no, it has been. Thank you, Eric. Tell everybody where they can find out more about what you do. You can find me at that geek Andy on Twitter and Instagram, and I've also got a podcast with Catherine Neen called That Geek Pod. And that's also on Twitter as well. Awesome, man. If, for the listeners, you might, you've probably heard Catherine on several live episodes asking questions. Uh, she also was in the uh, sort of the best of Steel Wars four-part episode that I did. Um, this would have been, I guess, 
about a year and a half ago. She's in yeah. there. It's really good, really good. So be sure to give that podcast a listen. Well, man, thanks so much. And uh, I look forward to talking to you in Chicago. And there you have it. Another episode of Strahler's Wars. Andy picked some great episodes for us to talk about, and I hope you'll go back and listen to the full-length version of each one of these episodes. If you're a patron and you would like to be a guest on Strahler's Wars, all you got to do is comment on the Patreon post for this episode, and I'll reach out to you and we can figure something out. And if you're not a Patreon supporter, you can take care of that right now. Just go to patreon.com forward slash Steel Wars, and for just $1 a month, you get all of the full episodes plus the hyper chat after shows. All of that for under 25 cents a week. And for $3 a month, you get all of the back catalog of episodes, all of the hyper chat after shows, and all of the Patreon exclusive podcasts like Making Steel Wars, The Robbo Report, Jukelin Strikes Back, and two new yet-to-be-announced monthly shows. They're so new that I don't even know what they are yet. That's a deal. If you want to know more about what I do, check out my podcast, The Bad Motivators, a malfunctioning Star Wars podcast. We drop new episodes every Wednesday. And also check me out on the Making Star Wars Network's very own The Sith List. Well, hey guys, until next time, I am out of here. And may that force be with you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.